Hello. And welcome to the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. I'm your hostess, Allison. And as you all know by now, our dog is in the studio today. <laughs> yes. And so it is our dog, the lovey puppy. <laughs> the lovey puppy. And we're going to talk about relationships. Even though we've never been in one. So let's Woo! do it. Let's get into it. All right. Okay. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. The dog is acting a fool. Yeah, he is. But he's in the studio today, and we're not kicking him out, so you're going to no. deal with it. I like the lovey puppy. I yeah. think that's such a good name. I came up with that just now, you guys. <laughs> I know. I think that is so good. So, what we're talking about yeah, this all right. week, just jumping into it, talking about time apart. How much time apart is healthy and not, and when is being apart becoming an issue to building a life together? Hmm. So, Gonzo. Gonzo. To establish it is not a bean. It no, is one it's of not. Emily's coined terms. Gonzo is actually comes from Gonzo journalism, which are people who either write or who are just authors in any sense of that word, and they are on drugs or they write about like drugs. So, like, Kat Marnell has like. Journalism because she's on drugs the whole time and it makes no sense. And then that one movie we watched, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, oh, that's Hunter like, S. Thompson is Gonzo very writing confusing. because it's all on drugs. Goob. So that's what Gonzo means. A puppy. Lovey puppy. <laughs> oh, and he's, he's right by the right speaker. By the speaker. <laughs> oh, he's a snorter too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's like he knows. He wants to say things. See, he's not he far from us. <laughs> Location means a lot. So, essentially, we're talking about distance. Like, long distance or, like, we need a break. You know we're talking I mean? about both of them because we have time to fill. <laughs> <laughs> we have time to fill in a subject we don't know much about. <laughs> it's actually, I was thinking about it because I was listening to that one podcast, The Girls' Bathroom, yeah. and how they both broke up with their mans at the same time. And they're like, we don't care, we don't care. But one oh, they, they were totally upset. You could feel you it. You could feel that they were upset. I mean, I understand the point is to say, no, we're okay, we're okay, because that's like... The gig. The gig. But it's like, you know, it's okay to say, like, not everything. Like, they both just woke up one day. We're like, we're fine with this. It's like you were in relationships with them for, like, three years. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, anyways, one was, like, we were just, they didn't live together. And then everything happened, which just kept them even more apart. And then she was saying, I don't even really miss you. But I'm like, (laughs) it took that. I mean, it was kind of like. It's interesting because it's like distance makes the heart grow fonder or it just, it's like out of sight, out of mind. For me, it's always been out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, I totally agree with that too. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind for sure. Yeah, unless you're with someone and it's like distance makes the heart grow fonder when you live an hour in a way and then you spend every weekend together. Yeah. That's different. But out of sight, out of mind, if you're like miles out of away. state and you see each other like three times a year. Yeah, I think that's much harder to... I think it's so hard because how do you normalize them in person? Yeah. Because I would say I have a hard time normalizing people, like, electronically. Yes. Like, I hate it. I don't like it. All my friends, you know. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't even text my people, and I feel so bad. <laughs> I don't text mine very often, but I try to. I, I do, like, really fast Well, because here's the thing. We are busy. We are 
making a name for ourselves. Everyone I know, they have something that they're doing. They have family they have to take care of. They have friends that need more attention. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, they know I'm busy. We don't have time, but that doesn't mean we don't care. But it's just like, that's a thing that I also find hard when I have been with guys. And it's like, oh, like, yeah, we talk all the time. And it's like... I feel I feel guilty when I do that. Yeah, I'm I like, like I don't that. even give that time to my friends. And now mm. I have to give it to you. And it's like I guess there is this space carved out in which I'm not chatting with anyone. But then it's like, but then if I'm always chatting with someone, I have no time to myself. That's why this is the best part. You call each other after the day is over. Give each other a nice phone call, driving home from work, making dinner, and then bye. I think mm. that's the best. Really? You do? Yes, I do. I like being on a phone call like hurts me sometimes no being on a phone call sucks but when it's with someone that you really would that you're creating a relationship with it's important that's but with true. friends no <laughs> <laughs> but that's not because i don't love them it's just because i can't see their face well, it's honestly, like, like, i would say even if like my drives my time and i can't say drives up from work <laughs> my grocery store runs yeah <laughs> Because it's the only time where I can listen to music as loud as I want and sing as loud as I want. I know. And when anyone calls me, when anyone interrupts that, I get very upset. I like, know. Like, I do not like it. I know. Unless you call people. You used to do that when you would go to When Target. I would walk into the store, but never in the car. The moment I would get in the car, I'd try oh, to get yeah, out that phone. That's true. But I, I'm over that now. Now I'm like, it's very much like get and get out mentality. Yeah, well, now it's different. No, but even then. Yeah. I don't know. It's like... <laughs> Phone calls give me so much anxiety. I can't even tell you. I just, I just, I just don't like it. Because but I, feel I must like my say, because there was so one long. person we would talk on the phone all the time, and I really, really enjoyed that. And then there was one person where I texted them exclusively all the time, and I could not stand it. Well, I couldn't handle texting for like twelve hours. Like, and if you're gonna say, like, having them be like fast. Yeah, responses. I mean, I think maybe texting is like good but then like if you have things that you want to say that are bigger than a text message don't type it out just don't type it just call it i think like text messages through the day are nice to be like hey i'm thinking of you whatever but knowing like you know what i'm working or i'm doing something and i can't dedicate the time to you because i really want to dedicate the time to what's in front of me right now you know what i'm saying and when i'm with my friends i am not on my phone period yeah i agree i'm not like it's not on the table it's not even there the only reason it would be on the table is because it doesn't fit in my purse yeah but even then it's where i'm not looking at it i'm not checking the time i'm not seeing who else i need to contact and also the i don't have my voicemail set up she doesn't and it's (laughs) the most annoying thing in the world and everyone always says you know you should really do that and no actually there has never been any reason why i needed my voicemail set up because there's never anything that urgent to actually tell me because my <laughs> life is not that pressing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think, though, that if you are distant, the best tool that you do have is phonotics. Phonotics. Well, yeah, it's <laughs> the only option you have. You have st- – I hate video chatting. See, I don't think we'd be good in long-distance relationships. <laughs> no, I think I would be the worst. I think I would be terrible because I'd see them in real life and be, like, so awkward. Well, no, it's not awkward. Like, you don't see your friends all the time, and then when you see them, is it weird? I don't like them romantically, though. Romance makes you... Romance, you can't have love (laughs) without (laughs) self-loathing. You know what I mean? I guess so. You can't. Like, you cannot. Like, big trend on TikTok for a while was, like, the ick. And it's like mm. when he reaches in his back seat to grab something, oh. like, Ugh, and it makes you cringe. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine jump dancing at a at a school dance. Like, oh, big cringe. 
can't have love without self-loving. That's very true. You will be embarrassed. They it's are embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I think humans are embarrassing. Like, like I, like, and I think about general. that. Too. I get embarrassed too often. Like, even by things like, like, I get embarrassed for other people for things like them going up to like, <laughs> it's just the big ick. Like them grabbing a snack at the good old house of the Lord. And I'm like, oh. Like, <laughs> like is that just like just, anxiety? I think so. I think it's too much it's self-image. It's anxiety thing. It, it's too much about me and the trophy couple lifestyle I am pursuing constantly. Uh, what's that? I always say to you, lifestyle. This oh, is a, yes, lifestyle a lifestyle purse. Well, you know get I mean? on the app. I know the smart thing. <laughs> the top app. 1%. Yeah. I know it's lifestyle. I'm out here hunting <laughs> for fame. Like Brittany Furlan made a vision board and she married She Tommy married Tommy Lee, Lee from the Molly Crew. You can't tell me vision I'm boards trying, don't work. I'm trying to do that shit. Like she said, <laughs> make a vision board you won't even believe what I put on it to come true. I don't I know, believe it. I know what she I, put I, on. I, I know what she put on it because I don't believe it. I don't even know how she scored it. I don't that. know how she met him, period, let alone marry the fool. I'm telling you. Vision boards I'm work. I'm vision boarding like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I vision boarded mentally mm-hmm. with Shingo Kelly for, like, not even that long, for a few months. And I would say I've seen a lot of transitions in that well, man you know and what? his behavior. This actually leads me to my now, next all my question. friends listening, I can't even be like, oh, Allison, give it up. No. No, but you know what? That actually falls in line with what we're talking about because a lifestyle man is not home all the time. Mm. So how are you going to navigate that? <laughs> with loads and loads of money and shoes. <laughs> Well, you see when your bank account's large enough, those little things Well, you see, (laughs) Um, let's face it. I will not be employed. (laughs) Not purely out of, not not out of just wanting his money. I'm just not an employed bitch. But we worked Allison's life out to where she could get away with never working. I totally could. But that's not (laughs) saying I don't want responsibilities. I do. I mean, I'm the one in charge of publishing these each (laughs) So I don't know about you, but that screams I'm old. (laughs) But obviously, since I don't have a job, you know what I actually always wanted to do, though, was like, not always, but as like, what would you do if nothing was in your way? Mm. I would like to either make an album cover, which is like whatever easy for like a famous artist or go on tour with them and be like stage designer yeah and so i remember you shut me down on that though because you're like well you have to go a day or two before that stage designers i would not i still don't agree with that job i know it's too difficult but i don't know i'm like i think it would be interesting i'm not an interior designer period but the moral of the story is if i'm leaving lifestyle and they are not an actor you could be like one an actor they kind of skeeve me like eve babbitts she created like cover art for cds yeah that's what i want i know i think that would be but cool. i would obviously go on tour with my we've well, already husband. helped machine gun kelly technically Thank with you. the poster of the girl with the eyes with the bloody eyes i she did a poster of the, girl with the bloody eyes her instagram and then you can see it and then we'll link the music video that he yeah to from. okay what was it what song was it it was it's the fruit one it was a fruit one what's the fruit one because it's not bloody valentine it's the text messaging one you know, totally. I know it's it's this. a text messaging one. Oh, I'm so mad I don't know this. Song. Is it the bathroom one? No, no, no. The bathroom one? Yeah, where I, I fucked you in the bathroom again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it that one? Yeah, it was, yeah, that, it was one. that one. It's like, why are you here? I think it's why are you here? I think that's what it's yeah. called. So I met this fool. I met this fool. And I gave him a little letter and a quick doodle of um like the drawing I did with the with the melting eyes. So I did it in like a purple glitter pen. I made the eyes bleed and the nose bleed because that's cool. 
and I gave it to him and then he releases this music video a month or two later and in the music video he has a bandana over his eyes and they are bleeding. I'm like, very, very interesting. <laughs> and now I saw him, he was with Summer Rae and now he's with Megan Fox and those are two white brunette women which I am, which is not really in his track record of dating in the past. <laughs> kind of taboo. And also Noah Cyrus was like a weird thing for like a day. Yeah, for a day. But... But white still, brunette woman. White brunette. That's who I am. That's who I was when and, I met him, and then that's what he dated. And short. But you know what? I must say, Megan Fox short. must be really tall because she does not look that short. Uh huh. Yeah, tall white brunette woman. Interesting. Anyways. So I'm just saying, <laughs> like, my people who manifest out there, like, I manifested that shit. <laughs> yeah, she did. I did. You know what? We're going to put that and then comment on any Instagram post and let us know what you think. I like you could do the most recent one to win this podcast and you could do it on the video itself. like let me know if I'm crazy no I want to know because all my friends are like you it's just I, I I think it's too many coincidences I think too many coincidences too many coincidences and everyone thinks I'm insane yes yeah but that doesn't mean I'm wrong <laughs> yeah. but anyways back to the actual topic of this episode besides Machine Gun Kelly call me <laughs> hit me up boo miss you Coulson anyways so Long distance, but also I think some people who aren't in who aren't in relationships in which you see each other every day, I think they become complacent in that and they like that better. But I don't think that you can really build a solid foundation not being in the same place. Well, you know what? I would argue that probably the strongest marriages are when one of the people is gone more of the time. You would say? I would say it's like a catch twenty two, or maybe I, not. well, it's totally catch twenty two. But when they're gone from you. Mm-hmm. they're less likely to irritate you that's very so true. i think you have a higher threshold when they're home because you don't see them that often so you have more patience and you don't want to upset them i think what the worst thing would be with your other person traveling all the time would be like the doubt or the like is he cheating on me or something going through your head well like the insecurity I think, well i wouldn't personally as a very strong woman i wouldn't question I it i wouldn't jump there to be honest with you i wouldn't jump there and if it did happen i would not blame i wouldn't <laughs> jump there and i know if it did go there i would see the signs and i know everyone says that but like i wouldn't only see the signs i would confront it like i'm yeah. not a person that just sits around and like am i wondering do i first not of all know? there doesn't <laughs> have to be any signs for emily to confront a bit there's got no signs. believe me ask anyone and it's like i don't even I don't even have to go out of my way to find it out. <laughs> like, I can't tell you how many times I've been just sitting, mind my own business, and I find out everybody else's business. Like, I don't even <laughs> have to true. try. It's so <laughs> Because people you know, just you tell her. posts, and it's like, oh, I'll find out. It's like, no, I don't even have to try. Like, I was seeing minding my own business in college. I had this class, and then someone came up to me about this guy I was talking to, and they didn't even know. I didn't know, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. I acted like I knew, and I heard everything. Yeah. And then I go to him, and I'm like, I know everything. Thing. <laughs> so it's like don't even front yeah don't even front like but like, that's just on. the lord i mean now dealing with the cheating is a whole other issue well that's hard because that's a big blow that is a big blow but we're not talking about that today we're just talking about the relationship of being a, a good faithful but also i find it interesting because like going back to that one goop episode we did <laughs> where she was oh, like let's get no a but that's house. different no that's, that's totally different. different no that's like yeah. a choice yeah you know what else was really interesting is i'm listening to this other podcast 
Caroline Stanbury. She has this Divorce love Not her. Dead. I know I love her, but I hate her podcast. Oh. I know. It makes me really, really sad because <laughs> I, I will listen to it because I love her and I want to support her, but I feel like it's a false sense of support because she's like, people love what I have to say. It's like, I actually don't really like what you have to say. I'm probably going to fall off the podcast, but because it's so short, I'm like, I can deal with it for well, how 30 long minutes. Is oh, 30. 30 minutes. Which everyone should keep their podcast 30 minutes. Who has two hours? I know. Who has like, that much time uh, to not only record, but to sit there and want to listen to you to, for that Yeah. Long? Yeah. Like another podcast I'm just listening to right now, not to be like talking about all these other things, but like it's two hours long and the people who are on it, they're like, we hope you don't tune us out. And I'm like, I don't even know how I'm how you wouldn't be tuned out after two hours. Yeah, seriously. You're not even talking to someone that riveting. The <laughs> only reason you had two hours was because the person you were talking to had nowhere else to go. Yeah. But anyways, so so she was saying that a demise to her relationship was when she realized his, her husband traveled a lot for work and then she traveled a lot for work and they kind of were like two shifts passing in the night and she would say that she was so excited to get out of the house. And that's when she knew, like, she had to, like, end her marriage. Because she's, like, when I looked more forward to leaving or to him leaving the house, like, it was over. Wow. I know. And they didn't even spend that much time together. Well, I think that's interesting. Like, why wouldn't you want to try to rebuild it? I know. But she did like, but the podcast, it gets into how she doesn't even really want the kids around. Really? Yeah, where she's like, I'm so happy I can just drop off the kids and then I'm done with it and I can just go back to being me. It's like, she just sounds like she doesn't want to be a mother. Mm. And that's just like a whole bigger issue. But yeah, I don't know. That's weird that well, she Well, when did she get married? When did she get married? She got married 13 years ago. How old is she? Now she's like 40-something, mid-40s. So she was almost 30 then when she got married. Yeah, she was already kind of old when she got married. That's like she was like, I think in the camp of, of like, I could make this last. And then she just said she didn't want to do it forever and like bear it for the next 50 years. But I'm like, I don't know what you're bearing. You're not even seeing each other. Like, how do you even know... Like, that's what I don't, I don't know what happened in that relationship in particular, but I feel like when, when you want a certain lifestyle and you want to be like fast paced and glamorous and see your friends all the time and do whatever it is. And when you go back to your family, like, I think family life is so boring and I don't blame her for not <laughs> wanting to take yeah, care of the kids. Yeah, it can be pretty like Because I think it's mundane. It's boring. It's putting everyone else's needs before your own. Yeah. And while I think that is an extremely rewarding thing. I can see how it can be extremely I mean, you draining. still do need time, though. You need time to yourself, but it's, like, also, it's, like, the reward of having a family and all the memories that you can create, and, like, like, when I look back on our family memories, it's, like, they warm my heart so much, you yeah. know, but it's sacrifice on everyone's end to get those memories, too. Yeah. But you don't think about that when you I look know. back on them. Yeah. But, like, she... She, I think, people can get wrapped up with that, and then they have to go home, and they, like, have to be responsible and think about what they say and raise people and mold them, and it's, like, that responsibility is so taxing, it's almost just easier to be, like, like, I take the Terry Dupreau stance on it, where he's, like, Heather, you take care of them until they're 18, and then, like, I'll be the dad. (laughs) You know, because then at at 18, they know what they're saying. They know what they can stand for. You can fight with them. You can actually talk to them. But when they're four years old, you're just, like... Just, like, fucking stop. Like, no more cookies. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's like, a lot of fighting. Uh, it's a lot of fighting. Well, that's the hardest years. Those are the hardest years. Those are the hard- Until that kid can drive. Yeah, I was going to say, until draining. 16 years old. Yeah. Because even, like, no one wants to deal with a tween. No one wants to deal with a tween. No. I don't mind the tweens. I Which is interesting. Like I met a dude years. in a math class, and he was, like, 
So, oh yeah, I love kids, but when it turns 13, like, sorry, that is not my child. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's that when is. I start, want to start showing up. That's because so interesting. Then you can dialogue with them. They have more responsibilities. They kind of see the world a little bit more, you know, like school is getting harder for them. And all that stuff. And that's when I feel like I want to show up. But it's like in order to get to that, you have to shape them in those other years. Oh, yeah. In which they are not even making Pretty those. much by the time they hit third grade, you know what kind of person they're going to be. Yeah, pretty much. And then you're just battling it or growing it. Or yeah. Doing all of it at the same time. And the dog is chucking a tante. But yeah, I think in that instance, when you start to be like, I want to do that. And you find your family. Because I think you don't even have to travel to find your family life mundane and boring and sad. That's, I think traveling makes it so much worse. I think traveling makes it so much worse. I think family <laughs> vacations are trash. I don't know why people do those. I think the only good family vacation we took was the Baltimore trip, but because we are all old. And yeah, then we were able to navigate it better because we knew, we knew, we know how we all work, more or less. Yeah, more or less. The parents are still extremely unpredictable, <laughs> but for the most part, like, we know how to speak to each other now. And we have tools and things in place that we can implement when everything starts kind of going downhill. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But before, you don't know how any of those things work because you're young or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. I think when you start to grow distant from being distant. I think you got to I think you gotta catch your early signs and, like, try to throw a lifeline. Yeah, if you care about it at all. Yeah, and then being like, well, I don't know, because I feel like not feeling it like yeah that's human nature is for us to be apathetic like that's mm, sinful nature you that's know very what I mean? true and so i'm like it's really easy for us to be like well i just don't feel it anymore like it's never gonna come back it's like it probably won't but i'm gonna tell you with the next person when you lose it it's not coming back to them either mm. like that's just always, like you're always it's just a constant cycle of losing it that's actually a good point like that's all it is so it's like if you don't want to even like try to like gain it and that's like i have a good friendship then with the guy yeah. Like, try to get something. Because usually if you stop feeling love, it's because there really wasn't a strong friendship in place. Yeah. So when, like, the lovey-dovey stuff, like, stuff stopped, like, then you're like, oh, well, like, then he doesn't care. Because that friendship was never established. Yeah, that's true. But because it, it also goes back to that one episode we did about Micah and how he's, like, the lust season has to end it does like because the you have season. the obsession season and the like i am so infatuated with you has to end that doesn't mean that you can't do little like romantic things for one another to keep that alive yeah because you have to keep constantly doing things like that but it's just but it's like a relationship isn't filled with intense dopamine all the time yeah it's definitely not and like your kid it's just i feel like also in caroline stanbury's case like her husband i think was really upset with all of this and yeah. he kept saying that she's narcissistic i guess oh. that was a big thing and it's like from where he's standing he's not incorrect but yeah. her defense to that is like well it's my business it's my lifestyle it's my face so yeah. it's like of course i that makes me narcissistic to a certain extent but that's not what he means yeah that's not and what that means. like that just that means proves... like even in her personal <laughs> life she's not willing to give exactly and that just kind of proves his point when she says those things like i know she thinks it's not proving his point but it is because it's like when you came home you were still caroline stanbury yeah and you're like well yes i can't turn it off it's just it's who i am but no like you do you can turn it off yeah like it's... like it's that's your persona out there and then when you come home it's 
like just put the phone away, stop working, stop worrying about what you have to do. And it's like if it's really your brand and it's really your face, then no matter what you do, everyone will bow down to it. Yeah. So you can send that email a little later or sign that contract, you know, the next morning. It doesn't much matter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think like, I think in that instance, I think he wanted to be friends with her. And I think she didn't allow that. But I think she just wanted to be done with it. And it's like, she is pretty honest in that regard where she's like, you know, I just, I didn't feel it anymore. But I think that's selfish. Is it, yeah, the lack of Because feeling. a marriage isn't what you feel like. A marriage well, love, is what you both. Love has never been a feeling. Love has always been a choice. That's very true. But it's like, in her sense, she's like, well, I want to divorce you because I'm not into it. And he's like, but I'm into it. Well, I'm not, so bye. Yeah, like, like no. at least try, at like, least for try. the sake of the kids. Unless too. there's abuse or infidelity you know, cheating and things like that. Yeah. Then it's a partnership. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless the other person literally uh-huh. abandons you in some way, it's a partnership and you can't just decide what you want because that's one-sided. Yeah. And I think that being apart can just... I think also being apart, though, is good if, say, like in the case with the bathroom girls people... Like, she's like, I was away from him, and then we couldn't see each other, and I just kind of realized, like, I didn't miss him as much as I thought. And I think that's good for, like, an awakening. I think so, too. I think if you're away from someone and you really don't miss them that much, I think that's, like, very telling. Yeah, because from what I could see anyways is I didn't even really know he was around. And then she's like, oh, well, he's gone, he's distant, he's not here, whatever. And, like, that's fine, and not everyone wants to be on social media, and that's okay. But it's just, like, I never felt like she was really, like, crazy about him. Yeah. Not that I really have known these people for that long, or, like, followed them. But you them. can tell. You don't have to see someone for a long time to tell. Yeah, because the other one, I felt, like, cared about her guy. Like, she dyed his hair. Like, that. you have to care about someone to do that. <laughs> like, I would be like, you can figure it out. Yeah. I'm not dyeing your hair. I'm not doing that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, I don't know, but... That one was like, you know what also is interesting? Because especially with everything happening now, people are spending more time than ever together. And they're like, I just, I'm realizing like we we don't work because I can't spend that much time with you. And I think that's kind of weird. No, but it's always been like that. I think that's a trick of the mind. I think, I think everyone is always like that. Yeah, I think so too. And I think it's a trick of the mind and I think it's an easy out. For couples that oh, aren't working in yeah, different ways. it's totally an easy out. Yeah, because it's like, it's see, true. like, I just can't live with you 24-7. Oh, but we were already living together. And just because we, we live 24 hours a day on the weekends, but when I was gone for eight hours and you were gone for eight hours, that was fine. Like, I get you need distance from one another, but are you serious? Like, now that we spend, like, there was a point in time when we spent every single hour together. Yeah. And we didn't, if, like, we didn't have a problem. Like, if this happened when we first met each other, this would be, like, so excellent. Because it's, like, one hour feels like one minute. Like, I can't get enough time with you. Yeah. But now, because it's 20 years later or 10 years later or five years later, all of a sudden it's too much. Like, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I think there's a bigger problem. Mm. And I think if someone's saying that to you especially now during this time and you want to save the relationship i think that's a question you need to be asking not only them but yourself because what if you're bringing it up yeah but then also think about the ways that you're spending 24 hours together like is it just you two like being in the same house all day and they're just like irritated with little things you do like red flag no like get out you know what i mean but it's like if you're like having to do everything together all the time like no no i agree no, I agree. There's definitely that to consider, but I think 
just in general. Like, because like, do you think people out. who are like that? Do you think like the household is silent? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think that I think that the household is silent, and I think that when everything was normal before it went to just being together twenty four seven, I think the household was was silent, but it was busy with noise of everyday happenings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. So you would come saying. home, you okay, talk about okay. work and be like bitching, but then it's like, oh, I gotta take the kids, gotta shower them, gotta eat, yeah, and then you're not really talking. Yeah. And then when you're home twenty four seven, it's like now I have to talk to you, and I realize like maybe I just don't want to talk to you and I think that's selfish I think all that that's everything that distance creates whether you're far away or very close together it can breed selfishness very. I think it it totally brings out the worst in people I think because also if they're far away from you you lose that like sense of accountability to someone yeah because it's like out of sight out of mind even if you're on the phone like all the time like you can still lose that accountability to that person. Yeah, I think it's very easy to. I think it takes very specific people to work for to want it and to work for it. It's not impossible. There are people who are good at distanced things. We just are coming from the side that is not good with But at least things. we know or not. Yeah, at least we know. But that's not to say that there won't be a point in time when we're with someone and we might have to I mean, if my, that. if my vision board works out here <laughs> and I don't get to go on tour all the time. Yeah. It's like, it's hard to navigate, but I mean, at the end of the day, the Lord will help you. That's what God I always think. I mean, that's what I always think whenever I'm like, oh my gosh, it's overwhelming. I just think about the Lord. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not that bad. This isn't even like the habit of it. Like, yeah, overwhelming you and you're like, <laughs> like something you can't control. Like, yeah. Like, no, something you can't control is not overwhelming. Yeah. You can't control other people. You just have to hope that they care about you to want to work as hard as you do. And if they don't and they reveal that, that's not a huge loss. It hurts, but it's not like yeah. the end of the world at the same time. I think it's just it just hurts. And then you can blow that out of proportion and be like, well, then I'm never going to find anyone who loves me and who's really honest in this world. And why do we even like men? Like... That's yeah, go just, down that whole rabbit hole. That's too unhealthy. But yeah, I think distance. Well, I think well, it's good. all stems from the fact that somebody wants to blame someone and not just be like, oh, like sometimes like it works until it doesn't. Exactly, it works until it doesn't, and then you have to just figure out what the problem is. Because like honestly, like when I hear these couples to go back to this, when they're like, oh, like we just were together all the time, and like I can't stand them, so we broke up. I mean, mostly these have just been couples that are like girlfriend boyfriend not in a serious like marriage marriage or anything I just I don't know I feel like that is just so cowardly like that's so cowardly and I would be I wouldn't be upset that the person would say that to me like I spend all the time all this time with you like I can't handle it I would be like that's the thing that you choose to bring us down with like (laughs) and it's like don't like don't generalize yeah don't generalize why about like is it what I'm saying that you don't agree with? Yeah. Because it it's like I, that I'll take seriously. Like, yeah. Like that's fair. But just like having to like be next to each other. Like not even talking. Like yeah. just having to be around and each other. Like, like, and it's like. It's around me or some roommate that you're going to bring in. Like exactly. to make the rent. Like I don't know what you want from me you know. Exactly. So it's like I don't know. I feel like couples that say that just way wanted to be done. And they wanted to do it in a graceful way. And this gave them that I don't think any other time is going to give them an out like that as easily. Yeah. Because you're not, like, I just think it's so stupid. I can't believe people take that at face value and don't even try to fight it. Like, that just shows how little, I guess, Where it's like, it's it's not you, it's me. Yeah. (laughs) So stupid. But it's like, I guess that just shows how little your relationship had 
Yeah. If it falls so easily with something like that. Like, it's just weird because the bathroom girls, people, they had, like, she was with her guy for, like, three or five years. And then that's how they ended it. Wow. Was, I just can't live with you, like, this much. It's just so, I can't. It's just such a cop-out. I know. Like, you just didn't like them. Like You just didn't like them. Just say it. Like, they, they were a placeholder yeah. like, all those they years. They were a placeholder, and they were just there because you were afraid of saying, I don't have a boyfriend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For five years. For no yes. good reason. Don't do that. And if you are, like, if you are in the situation where you are distanced from your person, and you're traveling all the time, and you're realizing your heart's not in it, like, really take inventory of why your heart is not in it. Yeah, like, always, if you're gonna have an accusation, always have a reason why. Have a reason why, and then talk to your person, because if there's no cheating or abuse or anything going on, there's always a way to work it out, and I think that is the rewarding part about, like, deep connections and real relationships. Yeah. Because we are designed, like, apathetic, like, that's a really interesting thing, because it's true. Being apathetic is so easy. Like, people who are non-confrontational are apathetic. That's an example. Yeah. Because maybe people don't really know what it is. And they're like, no, I, I'm engaged with my life. No. If you met someone in the store and they told you something and you disagreed with it, but you just agreed with it just to move on with your life, that's being apathetic to something. Yeah. So, and people do that. We are not apathetic. No. We are very mindfully not apathetic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we say, you know what? Yeah. Because we always speak our mind, but we expect other people to speak there so, you know, we can like listen to that too exactly but nobody wants to speak their mind because yeah why they they hear what we say they don't like it and out of like apathy they don't want to like contend in like a weird way you know what i mean it's like you not voicing your opinion is like not showing empathy for me because if you empathize with me you would like have a yearning for us to learn exactly and then people are scared especially now especially now because they don't want to be yelled at. Because people don't even go to just conversing. They go to straight I know, yelling. people are just like, so me. I saw like a Zoom thing. Where like the girl was like, like the teacher was like, oh, you're like online now? And the girl was like, yeah, I emailed you about it last night. And she's like, oh, I didn't see it. But that's okay. And she's like, no, like, like you did. You like responded to it. And then she was like, okay, well, I don't need, like the teacher started yelling at her. And she's like, I'm sorry. I was like, I was just trying to tell you. Like, I'm sorry. I'm like. People are so on People edge. People are so on edge. Oh my I'm gosh. Like, dude, like calm It's down. like automatically yelling. It's like, and the only reason too, especially if you're working from home or doing whatever you're doing, the only reason they're doing that is because no one else is holding them accountable. And you're most vulnerable yeah. when you're at home. You're your most honest self. Yeah. So you're like, well, no boss is looking at me. I can yell at you. I can deny anything. And I'm at home. So, and I'm on, and I'm not even looking at your face. So I don't even care what I say to you. Yeah, it's true. It's like all these it breeds, false yeah. confidences behind screens and whatever. Yeah. So, but that is also not related to this, but to wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. To Long wrap- distance sucks long distance sucks i don't like it but it can survive if what you have is good and honest and true it can survive anything yeah and if what you have isn't good or honest or true then identify why maybe distance is just a catalyst to figuring that out but be honest with yourself yeah be honest and don't blame the distance on your problems like even cheaters out there who cheat don't do that because well i'm distant i like she's not seeing me i don't have like i I hate that that's stupid don't do that people use distance as a way to justify whatever they're feeling and that is just so poor and so weak and if a man you're with or a woman you're with does that to you then don't even feel bad because you just let go of a coward you just let go of a coward and who yes. needs a coward in their life honestly who honestly. even wants to honestly. deal with that
I hate cheaters. I don't need the person I'm with lying to me. Anyway, My friends want to lie to me. Whatever. They they know they have their gods that they call to, and it's fine. I will still love them. But the person that you're with 20, 24-7, the person who affects your life financially yeah. with your kids in every way, then no, I'm not going to be with coward. Yeah, no coward. So. All right. Well, thank you, lovey-dubbies. <laughs> okay, love you. Lee, rate. Rate the podcast. Rate it the podcast. so much. And email us if you want. And follow All the us. stuff in the description. All the stuff in the description. Thank you for being dedicated. We love you all very much. Yes, we love you so, 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 so much. Have a good week.